Welcome to SU Podcast in association with the Talbot Hotel in Carlo. Join us every week for deep dives into various topics featuring guests from all walks of life. Sit back, relax and happy listening. Hello and you're very welcome to another SU Podcast here on the ITC SU Broadcasting Network in association with the Talbot Hotel in Carlo. Hope you're keeping well, safe, wherever you might be listening, and uh, I'm delighted uh, today to welcome our guests. We have from Carlo Tourism, the CEO, uh, Eileen O'Rourke, and we have Mr. John McDarby, Staff Officer at Carlo County Museum. Um, if you want to get in touch with us on the podcast, you can indeed through all of our social media outlets. ITCSU is our handle or, of course, our website www.itcsu.ie where you get all the latest content for SU TV and SU podcasts. Folks, you're very welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. How are you all? All good. We're thanks all good for, and thank you for, having, for having us, Michael. Here, yes. it, it is an absolute pleasure. Um, John, you're no stranger to IT Carlo, uh, you are currently a student here yourself. I'm, I'm a Monday night student here um, in, in reality, some of the time and online uh, other other times. And um, I mean, my association with this college goes way back to the 1970s when I was doing night classes here in some of the modules about accountancy. But I'm happy to say I'm, I'm here for a few years now doing one module at a time from the LLB course in, in the evening. So Brilliant. Monday nights. How are you finding that? The, the Lifelong Learning Network? The That's it, the night Lifelong time. Learning section here. It's, it's really, really interesting. Uh, it's uh, a little bit of work, uh, but you end up well-read and well-informed. Uh, this is enjoyable stuff. So uh, I would say to anybody thinking of adult education or lifelong learning, this is where it's at. And were, you were obviously studying at the time when that dreaded announcement on the 12th of March came. Was it difficult for you to adapt to the online system um, or how did you find it? Yes, it was a change. And, and we <laughs> went to getting online and having our lectures online and doing exams online, getting the exam paper sent to us on a certain day and then um, having to really produce really good uh, exam answers with citations and all sorts of referencing and you, you would have maybe three or four days to get your 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 law exam back um, so we had we adapted and uh, learned it, this has been a great learning curve for students and uh, uh, doing things online and having sort of video meetings and all sorts so Different world. Different world. Eileen, when the 12th of March hit, I'm sure there was lots of things in the pipeline, events and different things. How was it? Was it a a panic station kicked in or? Well, I suppose we were in the same position as all the other tourism providers throughout the country. So everybody was hit very hard. Everyone was in the one boat. Everybody was in the one boat and tourism was hit very hard. It was hit immediately. Um... So it was really trying to take the positive out of it. And one of the things that we focused quite a bit on at work was uh, the importance of our local market. So, you know, locals are key to actually spreading your message of Carlo as a really great place to visit. So we focused a lot when when the real restrictions, when you could go, say, five kilometres and then you could go 20 kilometres. That was the best day ever. I remember when that was announced, yeah. 
It was yeah. lovely. Even just the five kilometres, never mind the 20. Yes. Um, but we focused on attractions within the county and kind of encouraging local people to come out and discover their own county. So we had a little series of Get to Know Carlo um, on social media and they did really, really well. Um, so it, it really was about trying to take whatever positive you could from it. Obviously, all of our festivals were cancelled. Uh, we run about five festivals per year. And the only one that has happened so far this year has been the County Carlo Golf Classic. And that in itself was just wonderful because people come from all over the country. Um, it's not Carlo people. And it happened at the beginning of September. And obviously it could happen because it was socially distanced. Um, and it was just wonderful for them and for us that we could actually see people who had been coming for years and for them that this was kind of uh, something that they did every year that hadn't been disturbed by COVID. Yeah. And they were really, really delighted to get back to Carlo. Good, good. Well, let's take COVID out of it for a minute because I think we're all sick of um, hearing about that thing, yeah. yes. Um, John, you uh, obviously, as we said, uh, work with Carlo County Museum. How did that come about? It was a v- there was a long road to getting to where you are now, which is um, right beside the library. The library it? is right. The museum itself um, started uh, not by me, uh, but by, <laughs> by members of the what used to be called the Old Carlos Society back in the 1970s. And it was originally housed in a building that doesn't exist anymore in College Street, uh, near where the Parish Centre is now. And I suppose the man who drove it, there were one or two people who drove it really well, and that uh, there was a, a barber called uh, Alec Byrne. And uh, Alec was, I suppose, one of the main drivers. And Alec, going way back, had a, a vision and had a dream that Carlo should have a museum because there's a lot to be known about Carlo and his history. And uh, he had wonderful people around him. He had uh, a wonderful man called Paddy Purcell. Um, and... Um, Paddy and himself collected all sorts of artefacts, all of which we still have. Uh, tools of various trades that, that are gone. Thatchers, and uh, we have lots of Thatcher's tools. Uh, coopers, people who made barrels. Um, so all those tools are still, are still around. Lots of other things, furniture, um, fixtures and fittings from old bars, fixtures and fittings from old kitchens mm. we still have them we're still showing them to people and people are still amazed at um, the great collection that those guys started and the, the in the 70s they were looking for volunteers to uh, have this museum open at weekends as a secondary school kid I was often picked to be the volunteer to open that museum on a Saturday or a Sunday and it's funny the way life has now come a full circle. I'm back on the same street. At least I'm being paid now. <laughs> Not very well, but I'm being paid. And uh, I'm back in Carlow County Museum and uh, helping the curator, who's Dermot Mulligan, another Carlow man, uh, with a great grow for the place and a great grow for the things that tell our story. And, and the story is a great story. There were people here in the Stone Age and um, you know we, we we have we have things uh, archaeological finds uh, we have things right up to modern times we have a great uh, exhibition going on about 90 years of scouting in Carlo would be some of the most modern stuff so from the stone age to the scouts we have a hell of a story to tell and lots in between um, 
in, in the pre-COVID days, we would give visiting groups of students things to handle so that they could actually feel what Obviously maybe that's a, not a, a 19th century an now, yeah. gun was, uh, um, was, was like um, uh, we had an, R, an RIC gun, Royal Irish Constabulary gun, used in this town, a Webley Mark IV revolver. And uh, the funny thing is Irish children get a great kick out of seeing an old gun like this that looks very like the guns they would have seen in Westerns because guns are a novelty for the vast majority of the population. Um, when I notice when we get students from abroad or adults from abroad, they're not as excited about things like weapons because police forces in other countries are armed forces. And, uh, and that's part of the, uh, the interesting twist on the tale or the interesting aspect of the story. Um, French visitors have an armed police force. This is no big news to the And at what point then, what, what year did it, was it decided that this big museum was going to be established? Now, the, the one where it is yeah. now. Uh, it, it, was, it was in that, that period coming up to 19, uh, 2010 and lots of money uh, invested in the early part of the 21st century to the point where we opened the doors in 2012 and uh, you know there's still hardly a week goes by that somebody doesn't come through the door or somebody isn't on the phone offering uh, something important some artifact from the the past uh, connected with a person or connected with a place in the county um uh, you know even today uh, the day we're recording this um i had the son of uh, a very famous Carlo actress uh, called Annie Dalton. His, her son was on the phone to me offering me a canvas picture of, uh, uh, of, of, of Annie. Now, young people listening will have no idea who Annie Dalton was, but their parents, and they might even have to go back to their grandparents to, f- to find somebody who remembers who Annie Dalton was. Annie was uh, a character called Minnie Brennan in a television soap opera that used to be on every Sunday night called The Reardons. It was the very first mm. soap opera on Irish television. This was the weekend one. It was big news. And the weekday one on a Friday evening, I think it was, was Talca Row. And lots of programmes have come and gone. And I mean, nowadays... Ireland is making great television and great uh, soap opera, but going right back, a really, really talented Carla woman who was in traveling theater uh, and who then was in the, the company that was part of the actors of, of, of the Reardons. Um, do you know, she asked to be buried in Carlo because she said somebody might say a prayer for her. And I always point out her picture to people when, when I'm bringing a group through the museum. It's interesting, uh, the amount of connections with Carlo and famous people as well. It, it certainly I is. Mean, we we have, have more than our fair share. Yeah. We have more than our fair share of actors, uh, broadcasters, uh, communicators. Mm-hmm. Carlo people are good people to talk. I think we're a small county, but we're often mm-hmm. forgotten. About, but we have, I mean, there's Saoirse Ronan, we have yeah. uh, Catherine Thomas. Thomas yes. um, Gra- Bergen. Yeah, and there was a connection there as well with Granny O'Grim, the award winning. Right. Um, Kathleen, Kathleen O'Rourke uh, devised the, the character. Um, and then, of course, Ri- there's Richie Kavanagh, the classic Richie, Richie Kavanagh. Who had a number one hit with. In, in Focalella. Focalella. Um, but are. it's amazing how you think such a small county has yeah. produced so many famous people. But I think as well, it's one thing, uh, Eileen, with a lot of the hidden gems that are in Carlo, that people, like you said there now, so a lot of Carlovians probably 
went elsewhere for their, their holiers, but due to the COVID, we're stuck here. And probably featured some of the hidden gems. Could you Have you any in mind that were popular during the COVID, the hidden gems that maybe the Carlovians forgot about? Well, I suppose attractions that were open to the public pretty much all during COVID. One would have been Duckett's Grove. Um, historic has the mall gardens just outside Carla Town. And people just love the ruins of that house, the story behind it, um, and then the wonderful wall gardens that are uh, being cared for at the moment uh, by Michael Buckley, the head gardener out there. And it's fabulous at the minute. And it's looking really, really yeah. well. Um, and has been for, for a number of months. So Duckett's Grove immediately springs to mind. And I suppose if any of the students are interested in heading out there, um, what has happened there in recent months is uh, a series of interpretive panels have been um, put up uh, detailing the story of Duckett's Grove. So it's great now that you can actually uh, trace it from when they came in 1695 to the eventual demise of the family. Ultimate Gardens, beautiful place. Stunning. And I suppose I'm often surprised by people who've never been to Altamont Gardens. But I suppose it's like it's like all of us. Um, I'm not from Carlo originally. And you go further afield. You don't look at what's in yeah. your own area. It's funny you say you that. You like to feel that yeah. you go a little bit I further I forgot afield. about I, I, had, I had heard about Altamont for years, years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And I only ventured there for the first time during COVID. Well, so, isn't it just fabulous? It's, it's and, gorgeous. Um, what I love about Altamont as well is it's a garden you can really go to at any time of year. And I'm, I'm not hugely knowledgeable yeah. on gardens, but the trees are there. They're fabulous trees in winter. You have the rhododendrons, you have the roses, you have the lovely snowdrops in, in February. And then what I always like as well, of course, if you, if you do a little bit of exercise, you have to have some sustenance after. And they have a really nice yes. tea room in the walled garden. And that's open from February until October, usually. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it's, it's a lovely attraction in itself. Then, um, obviously, in many ways, you know, again, when you said, how did you feel when COVID hit? I suppose we just had to take the positive out of it. And Carlo, above a lot of other counties in the country, is really well poised to respond to people who want outdoor activities. So... Um, another gem that I would say is to walk uh, the Barrow Way from Tinnahinch on the Carlo side down to St Mullins or go the other way, Tinnahinch mm-hmm. up as far as Burris. If you are going, probably bring good footwear. Of, yes, yeah. yes. And I suppose particularly now yeah. at this time of year, Michael, because I suppose as we head into autumn, it can get a little bit soft underfoot. But St Mullins, beautiful spot. Gorgeous. And lovely um, cafe down there as well. Lovely cafe and sit out and enjoy the river and let the few Very hours peaceful. roll by. And further back towards Clashgani is lovely. And, and, and yeah. I, I have to jump in and tell you a little bit about Michael's own area, that there's an area on the Barrow Track that I think really is, is the star of the Barrow Track. And it's the viaduct at Fennis Court. Yes, so you, you need yes. to get a lift as far as the Royal oh, Oak. Yes. Then get in on the Barrow Track and start walking in the direction of Burris. And if you're terribly lucky and you time this well, th- there is a most beautiful bridge that goes over the barrow, a viaduct of many arches. And it was built in the 19th century, roughly uh, 1840s. And if you time it well, there will be a 21st century train, train. going over a 19th century <laughs> viaduct on a river that's timeless. 
Men may come and men may go, but I go on forever. There's yeah. the River Barrow, the second longest river in Carlow. Look, every section of that is lovely. Back towards Lachlan Bridge, mm. Lachlan Bridge mm. to Milford, Milford mm. to Carlow, on towards from Carlow northwards to McGainey, and, and on and on. Um, the Barrow, I've certainly discovered the Barrow. I'm enthused about the Barrow. Mm, I, I, it's, used to it's, uh, it's, I remember when I came to Carlo first and um, we used to, there were a number of boat hire operators on the river at that stage. And uh, we, we would go out to some of the boating rallies in the UK to promote the Barrow on the boat hire operators. And some of the, I suppose, the leading people in our equivalent of Waterways Ireland would say the Barrow is the nicest river between Britain and Ireland. Wow. And it's just so unspoiled and um, so quiet, so peaceful. And there's some lovely towns along the way, as you Beautiful said. Beautiful towns. I mean, you have, obviously, there's Carlow, uh, I think Lockton Bridge. Lockton Bridge. Uh, Bagman's, Bagman's Town, town my hometown. hometown. <laughs> Love Bagman's Town, just saying. And uh, then you have, obviously, Burris uh, slash Clashgani. Yes. Yeah. And then it goes on further down. Yeah, Tinny Hinch, Great Naman. And, and there's great history and landscapes and uh, streetscapes as well yeah. as you walk down And some fabulous the buildings. I mean, I know for Bangnestown myself, the old Maltman. You know, some fabulous yeah. stonework yeah. yeah. that is there for many hundreds of years. Yeah. I mean, people talk about Ireland having a story under every rock on the road or every stone. It mm. is true. I mean, Burris, where, the, where a member of the Cavanagh family who had no arms and legs was mm. able to sail from the entrance to his house down the River Barrow, across and in and park his boat uh, in London, outside the Houses of Parliament, yeah. and go in and represent Fantastic. the people of this uh, constituency. There's a great story there. Mm. Well, I tell you, we have a lot more great stories coming up. We're just going to take a quick break to mention some of our sponsors. Apache Pizza Carlo is delighted to be in association with IT Carlo's Students Union. We are open from 1 to 11, 7 days a week. Call in or have us deliver. Make your online classes that bit easier with our student deal. A delicious 9-inch pizza, chips and a drink from only $4.99. You can find us in the heart of Carlo Town, straight across in the fountain. You can also order from us from on our app or website, www.apache.ie. Apache Pizza, happy days. Carlo Cabs are excited to announce Carlo's very own taxi app. Just three taps and we're there. There's no journey too short or too long for Carlo's largest and most reliable cab service. You can find us by looking for the T on the back, calling 059-914000 or by downloading our app from the App Store. We guarantee a service that's fast, safe and reliable 24-7. Carlo Cabs, we're ready when you are. We asked Carlo IT students where is the best place to have the crack after college. Here's what they have to say. Oh, we love going down to Toys because the student deals are amazing. Well, honestly, I spend 90% of my time in Toys. Yeah, man, I mean, Toys is really the spot. Me and my boys always go there after school. Well, there you have it. Get on down to Tully's Tullis Street, Carlo. Why not come down and try our great student meal deals? Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tully's, Carlo's number one spot for students. My name is Emma and I'm Sales and Marketing Manager for the Talbot Hotel in Carlow. We are delighted to announce that we have partnered with IT Carlow Student Union this year to offer students a rate of 45 euro for one room night or 85 euro for two room nights. 
The deal is available to all students needing accommodation over the academic year 2020-2021. It is valid with a student ID card and then to book it you simply phone 059-915-3000 or email us on reservations at talbothotelcarlo.ie. Hello everyone, Sean Swan, Swan's Electrical Expert Carlo here. As Carlo's largest electrical store, we're delighted to be associated with IT Carlo Students Union. We stock the full range of Apple products, including phones, plus a range of Samsung tablets, watches and phones. Not to forget all your Fitbit and tracking devices, JBL speakers and headphones, laptops, PCs, gaming products and monitors at really good prices. Televisions have to be seen to be believed. So for all your electrical requirements, call to Swan's Electrical Superstore Strawhall Carlo and we look forward to seeing you. So you're very welcome back. As I mentioned, we are joined by Eileen and John, and we are talking about some of the sites and the little bit of history about Carlo. Um, because as we know, some uh, for most of the students, you'll only be in the one or two days a week. So we're offering you some alternate entertainment that you can avail of um, while you are staying down in Carlo. Or even, let's say you might be finished a class and you have a couple of hours to spare. There are plenty of things to do um, in Carlo. We were talking about the River Barrow. <laughs> well, we were getting very in-depth there before. Mm. Um, there's lots of activities on the River Barrow. It's not just, you know, the walks. There's other things. Yes, um one thing that people love partaking, which has been really busy this year as well, again, because the ability to social distance, social distance. is canoeing. So uh, we have two companies on the river uh, that offer uh, guided daily tours, uh, go with the flow and pure adventure. And then if somebody wants to actually just book a canoe, set off by themselves for a couple of days, camp or B&B, um, there's a company called Paddle Your Own Canoe. And then a lovely alternative option, I always say to people, that if you're coming down and you might be doing an afternoon tour in uh, an afternoon tour uh, canoeing in the afternoon, that you can actually uh, cycle with uh, waterside bike and hike in Great Namana um, along the towpath. So it really is excellent for people who enjoy the outdoor activities as yeah. well. And for those of you then, uh, for students then that have a car, there are numerous things to do. I mean, Ca- Carlo County might be the second smallest county in Ireland. However, we are full of interesting little sites, mm. little towns, but also some fabulous attractions such as Mount Leinster and Kilbranish. Yes, and myself and John were just discussing this, that um, people are amazed when they get up there that they actually see that kind of scenery because they don't expect it. They have this idea in their heads that Carlo's kind of flat and then they either come up from the borough side or from the Bunclody side and they get this marvellous vista. And I always say, when we talk about Ireland's ancient east and 5,000 years of history, in a lush green landscape, I always say, if all Charlton could look out at this, this is what Ireland's ancient east is all about. The lovely tapestry fields below you, um, the history that abounds all over Mount Leinster um, in terms of standing stones, rock art. And then, as you say, there are lots of uh, activities there as well. So Carla County Council has really worked very hard on developing a range of walks that everybody can participate in. So if you go to a place called Kilbranish North, lovely car park, uh, four different walks there, ranging from three kilometers to 11 kilometers, and another one to go in shortly as well, that will take it to 13. And then close to the nine stones, there's another lovely forest called Kilbranish South. 
and there are three different types of walks in there so you know there's lots to do you can see but you can also experience as you walk and as you um, enjoy the countryside yeah um, and I suppose for those of you then that maybe don't want to go uh, travelling uh, with the car there's plenty to do in Carlow Town there is and, and you know let, let me just come back to Eileen yes. about the lovely views from on high from from not too far from this college if you had a bicycle you yes. could go down to Milford Cross turn right and follow the signs up to the top of Rossmore Collection yeah. area and there's a viewing point there and it's <gasps> incredible it's stunning yeah. now if you have a, it would probably be better driving a car at a night car. yes but it's I, I used to tell people it's like coming into an airport and seeing the landing yeah. lights below you yeah. it's f- a fabulous sight mm. Um, mm. Uh, again you can walk it if you're terribly energetic <laughs> you can cycle cycle it and yeah. I know I've cycled it I remember cycling it um, in the late 60s and early 70s and from the back Lachlan Road which runs parallel to the Kilkenny Road here on the other side of the River Barrow. I remember looking across the River Barrow at workmen building the what used to be called the Regional Technical College, now the Institute of Technology. Fifty years ago, I hasten to add that I was not even a teenager, but <laughs> there you are, uh, fifty years here and hasn't this place a story to tell there must be artifacts yeah. here that uh, the museum would love to get their hands but there's on. also a walking tour around carlo that you yes. can do as well um taking in some of the sites uh, indeed there, there is um uh, and there are a number of of ways of accessing that through the yeah. the, the tourist office various people do it and i know my my own uh, boss in the museum on occasion guides that so uh, that's certainly something mm. worth seeing because just in the town we have uh, a, a very old castle, a 12th century castle. Uh, one wall of it Only left. the one wall. Only one wall Interesting left. story behind uh, that. Very yes. interesting story. A doctor wanted to remodel <laughs> it slightly. Uh, and, and the year was 1814. His knowledge of medicine, we hope, was a lot better than his knowledge of explosives. <laughs> uh, he used explosives for his remodeling work and demolished three of the walls and two of the towers so we've only one wall left that something was like the three stooges would do you know? Dr Middleton was the man <laughs> we have a great former jail here which is now a shopping centre the Carlo shopping great centre great history behind that and the last woman hanged in Carlo was hanged in there Lucinda Slay the poor Lucinda and uh, her story is a great one as well so really it, it's it's a place with a story yeah. under every stone. And yeah, could, could I just say, um, Michael, that if any of the students get the opportunity to avail of one of the town tours that are run um, by John and by Dermot, to really avail of the opportunity because they are absolutely get superb. involved. Ask and questions. John and Dermot, they're as um, engaging and as passionate and as excited about the history of Carlo. Uh, as John is here now when when they are on the tour if the tours the tours don't run obviously all the time John they're sometimes they're during heritage week or there might be a special event on but if some of the students still want to discover the town all they have to do is come into the tourist office and uh, that's open now from Monday to Friday half nine until five close for lunch and uh, there is a two-hour self-guided walking tour with a map, and it's all pointed out. And it's very easy follow. It's very because I have easy done follow. it, and it's very yeah. easy follow. And you will find some very interesting sites. I mean, there's some fantastic buildings. The courthouse yes. is one uh, fantastic, uh, fantastic. Building. 1833, probably one of the most imposing buildings in the town, mm. and deliberately built that way to look down on the poor Irish peasants of the 30s <laughs> by. The, the very major power 
it's a fabulous building still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of those tours is you can do it and ensure social distancing. So these are things yes. that can be done yes. um, regardless yes. of, of And I'm saying it can take, you know, two hours if you want to self-guide. But then there are other fabulous spots on it and you can make half a day out of it, like visual with the exhibitions. That's also on the on the town tour. And free. And free, and the county museum is also on the town tour. So you, never free. mind half a day. <laughs> and free, um, you know, you can make it the full day if you want. So it is two hours if you're kind of walking from one spot to the next. Mm. But lots to engage you and to uh, keep you as well. Yeah, and I suppose that's one thing that we'd like to emphasize, especially uh, because you know, students, we 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 don't have as much money as we'd like to, and a lot of the stuff. Is, is free. actually free. free. Absolutely. You yes. know, yeah. so I mean, going out to Duckett's Grove is it's free. free. The Car- Carlow Country Museum is free. Going to see the castle is free. Going to see mm. um, what the doing the visual. The visual is, is free. Is free. Yeah. Um, so it's fantastic to avail of this, and it's all in Carlow it's Town. A, it's all yeah. our own heritage. Yeah, mm. it should be there for us freely. And uh, I, I, I may not be popular in lots of circles for saying that, but really, it, 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 it is ours. It really. really we own it and it should be free for, for yeah. all of us. Um, I, I, I just might like to mention that if, if people wanted to get involved in a slightly more uh, in-depth way with the museum, they might like to volunteer, to be volunteers in the museum. And I, I know, Michael, this is something that will be close it, to yes, your heart. Yes, and I enjoyed it, every moment of it. And you meet people from all sorts of places and all sorts of walks of life and not only are you telling them our story but you get a little bit of a share of their story mm. and every single one of them is interesting and that was one thing i must say when when people came in now most of them did pass by and they wouldn't you know engage but you you might get one every week that would yeah. stop and like that would actually tell you well that was my grandmother's yes. thing there or connect you know they connect to it yeah yeah or they come home from america or yes. wherever it's somewhere in yes. europe and they're like oh uh, we had one of those in yeah. back in the day or whatever yeah. and it's yeah. amazing it opens up memories yeah. or yeah. somebody belonged to them might have given something to the carlo yeah. museum um uh, loads and loads of 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 chat happens mm. i know we've had students here particularly international students who've uh, done done uh, some work with us and volunteered with us and they were eligible for the president's award here in the college by doing a certain number of hours volunteering and yes. documented that for them so uh, just check with covid19 yeah. and all of that if that system is up and going and if you can volunteer and if you'd like to volunteer with us we're we're up for that and if the president's award is still going it was a it, it is fabulous yes. fabulous uh, scheme that really encourages the, the student to get involved in the, the, the area where they live mm-hmm. and not just volunteer with us but there are lots of other opportunities to yeah. volunteer in mm-hmm. hospitals and all and sorts of other I things. suppose that's one thing we have we have a range of international students coming a, a large amount coming um, and they are probably used to the big houses and the castles mm-hmm. and surprisingly enough Carlo actually does have its fair share mm-hmm. as well that are open to the public Yes, yes. Um, obviously, Duckett's Grove is open uh, daily, um, 365 days, <laughs> I think, per year. Um, and the interesting thing is, I suppose people would love if the house is restored, but they actually love the rooms as well mm. and the story behind how it all happened. Um, we also have then Huntington Castle down in Clonigall. About a 10-minute um, drive? No, probably well, more. <laughs> well, I... Under the speed limit. <laughs> under the speed limit. Give it a half. I'm talking to the road. To say, <laughs> I, I was going to say at the speed limit should be about 30 minutes. Yes. Um, but a beautiful property as well on a lovely estate. 
Um, they do house tours. They're open daily um, from May until September, uh, two until five daily. Um, they have a lovely woodland estate that you can walk out afterwards. You can have your lovely cup of tea in the and nice Clonic Hall itself is a beautiful yes, little village. Yes, and when you're there, you see, you get that link because that was built by the Esmonds around 1625. You go up the village and you see the Weaver's Cottages, the Carlo County Council yeah. restored many years ago, operated by the community and built by the Esmonds as well because obviously weaving was very strong back then. Uh, then you um, tip across to Burris. Now, you do need to check in advance um, mm. via the website for Burris House. But again, as as John has already mentioned, the history that's associated with that property um, is just huge. And they have a lovely uh, lace garden um, dedicated to Burris Lace. Um, and Lady Harriet Kavner would have actually established that industry for, for the people that worked on the estate. Um, Art, Arthur McMurray Kavner, the man without arms oh, or nice. limbs, yeah. and what he achieved. And even even nowadays, when you think about it, he instigated the building of that uh, Great Southern and Western Railway line that goes mm. over the, viad- uh, the viaduct of Burris and now being restored at the moment. And that's going to be a, a lovely tourism project and a local amenity when it's finished. So they will be the main, uh, Duckett's Grove, um, Huntington, Huntington Burroughs House, and then obviously Altamont is the house is the backdrop. Yeah. But it's not open to the public yet. It's in the ownership of the OPW. And they are doing it up. Yes, yeah, which yes. is great. The, the roof has been done. The windows are looking really well. So I think over time we'll see. Ho- hopefully. Yeah, yeah, the house reopened. They probably have a lot too. more time now to <laughs> do things like that. Well, well, actually in COVID it's amazing. They probably don't because I just suppose, yeah. the restrictions of making sure people are yeah. safe as they go around the gardens. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I suppose, uh, as we said there with Clonigal, you know, with, with um, Burris, another gorgeous little village, 10 minutes from Burris, um, you have Bagnallstown then. You have mm. Bagnallstown and you have Tuller. They'll be the kind of the next biggest towns, towns outside mm. of uh, Carlow. Again, they have their own history. You can walk about. Lovely shops, mm. cafes, mm. Uh, restaurants to get involved in. Mm. Bit of a nightlife as well. I know the nightlife is, <laughs> it's up and down. It's curtailed with, it's curtailed moment, with but the moment. Subject to lots of conditions now. It, it is, but I think it's one thing noting that it, it's worth supporting local. Is there? Um, yeah. And in fairness to the students, um, they bring a lot of, um, I suppose, what's the word I'm looking for? Business to, to mm. Carlo and to the wider county as well um, through things. So, you know, yeah. get involved, yeah. I think. And what I always notice about the students as well is the vibrancy of the town when yeah. they're around. You re- you know, they they add their own colour and obviously business as well. They're, they're huge. And um, at, at this time, I think, <laughs> I think business is... Uh, need as much support yes, as possible but even yes. the the tourism sector oh it. yes of course because they you know the tourism sector was very badly hit when you talk about Bagnallstown what always springs to mind is when I come in the the Lachlan road the back road as I call it the river um the river yeah and the view of the courthouse and um a friend of mine when she would come down from Dublin to see me and if I was uh, going down to Wexford she'd always say Make sure you drive by the courthouse. She never wanted the normal route because, you know, I go yeah, the yeah, normal yeah. route up to St. Andrew's Church and turn right. But she loved that building and it's lit up at night. And then when you drive in or even come out of Bagnallstown, just there before the pool. Yeah. Like it's just so well done and just such a nice place to spend. Either either have a picnic and spend an afternoon 
or walk and come back and spend a couple of hours there it's it's just really well done yeah so sometimes you just for those of you who have a car um i i would suggest obviously under the speed limit and, and speed being on the right i know john yes. you were the uh, you were previously involved in in the in the uh, rsa but take a drive around yeah figure it out you know great places to see yeah you were going to say something about the uh, the road safety there. No, no, no. Oh, no, sorry. No, no. I know every student here doesn't need anything extra added to their knowledge and skill and wisdom and ability to do with road safety. Brilliant. Road. Yeah. Great well, record. Great safety record here. Yes. Good. Delighted to hear that. Um, say, yeah. Everything is accessible as well. Public transport um, is fairly... Trains and buses. Are Trains and buses. buses yeah. So in yeah. fairness, if you are coming from you know yeah. Dublin or wherever you're coming from we are quite accessible yeah. and the towns are fairly accessible yes. as well whether it be a, a bus route or yeah and I, I think a, a resource that we forget about sometimes is the ring link service that is really going mm. into the small towns and villages um, that can get people out and about as well so you know they, the main routes are served by obviously uh, Wexford Bus Irnodairn Bus Airn but then you have the opportunity to get down to the boroughs etc uh, via the local service. Hmm. Finally, how does what? So let's say we student wants to have a look and see what's available um, with Carlo Tourism. How do they get in contact with yourselves, your social media's um, website? Okay, so we have a number of different channels. Obviously, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and we're on Twitter. We also have a very extensive website um, with a lot of the information that we've talked about here today uh, featured. And then we really welcome people to actually come in and visit us as well. So uh, we you, operate, you are open. Yeah, we are open yeah. five days a week, just closed for lunch uh, from one to two. Uh, but we operate the tourist office in Carlo Town on behalf of Fall Charland and Carlo County Council. And there's nothing like face to face interaction as well. Um, to actually, you know, really give out uh, detailed information. And we have all the guides there as well, all the maps of the towns in the county, Tullow, Bagnallstown, Myshall, all of those are, Don't be afraid are to call available. In. Don't be afraid to call okay. in. That's what we're there for. And uh, how does one get in contact with the museum as well? I know it could be yeah, there yeah. various from, times. From open. early October, the door will be open mm-hmm. and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get you in there. We, we may have to organise kind of a, a tours at particular times yeah. and get people through and sanitise after them. That won't be a problem. We'll manage. Again, website. We come up on a Google search, Carla County Museum. Brilliant. Um Again, there's a phone number, 9131554. Don't worry, that'll be on Google as well. And um, again, love to hear from you if you'd like to to volunteer. So you can visit or you can volunteer or do the two. uh, Well, look, I want to thank you both for taking the time to uh, be with us because I know you're very busy um, getting things ready uh, now that things are starting to open back up. And... We encourage students, get involved, go out there, explore Carlo. There's lots to do. Um, We will be doing a podcast with Wexford Tourism as well, because obviously we have our Wexford campus. Great things to do down there as well. So look, use the websites, www.carlotourism.com. And can I just say as well, Michael, when you log on to the homepage, sometimes I'm like it myself. You have a day to spare or a half day and you're wondering, well, what exactly can I do within that time? And literally... 
on the front of the homepage are arranged of itineraries now that people can just download so it makes it very easy for them there's one there on the canoeing trips combining it with cycling there are 10 in total um so you're doing the work for of, them you're kind of given the information <laughs> and it kind of whets the appetite hopefully brilliant well look get onto the websites and um, if you have any queries get in touch with either Eileen, John, um, as I said, the um, museum will be open from early October and mm-hmm. the or the uh, tourist office is open, open, so don't be afraid to pop in. Um, look, that's all we have time for. Again, as I said, thank you very much for being with us. Uh, remember, you can get in contact with us via our social media. ITCSU um, is our handle or check out our website, www.itcsu.ie, where we actually have a section on what to do in Carlo and Kilkenny as well, or Carlo and Kilkenny well you can go to Kilkenny if you like uh, Carlo and Wexford um, so do check it out if you are on um, the website and we would ask you as well bring your student card with you because a lot of the places you actually do get a discount uh, for where you have to pay a lot of the activities um, so <laughs> that is that's gold dust use your student card bring it with you all the time because you never know um, what you might get Look, a huge thank you to our sponsors, Apache Pizza, Swans Electrical, Carlo Cabs, Tullys, and of course, our network partners, the Talbot Hotel. Until next time, mind yourselves and stay safe. Thank you.